is my phone. Let me send out this reminder to everybody to tune in to the podcast. D E M L A W Done. About the most, about the most, about the most, about the most, about the most pockets, about the most pockets, about the most, about the most pockets, about the most pockets, about the most. Let's start the conversation. Got a stronger than heroin, cocaine, sniffing up drugs, all in the nose. Could have died so young, now looks ugly and old. No fun, cause now when she reaches for hugs, people hold their breath. Cause she smells of corrosion and death. Watch the company you keep and the crowd you bring. Cause they came to do drugs and you came to sing. So if you're gonna be the best, I'ma tell you how. Put your hands in the air and take the vow. I know I can. I know I can. Be what I wanna be. Be what I wanna be. If I work hard at it. I'll be where I want to be. Hey, shalom, shalom. You have tuned into About Them Laws podcast. I'm your host, King Rahamia, and we got another topic, another topic today in the Kids Edition series on About Them Laws podcast. This particular topic came up by my one of my other sons, Shemai Israel. He um, presented a topic. It says, um, his topic is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And um, I think that's a very, very, very important topic. Indeed, to be something that um, so-called black children um, think about in the forefront of their brain. Um, we can't have um, them just going through their younger years, which is which is technically their informative years, thinking that everything is a joking game, but knowing that at some point they're going to be adults. And they have to be productive adults. And in that productivity, what is they going to be doing? And more specifically, what is they going to be doing for their people? All right. So we always hear, especially about the Lost Podcast, it's nation mindset. What is we doing for our people? Everybody else is thinking about 
how they can improve and elevate and push their nation of people forward. So once again, want to always making sure that we as so-called black folks, Israelites, um, of course, so-called blacks, Hispanics, and Native Indians, that we are looking at how we are raising our children and, and what mind state we're putting them in to knowing they have a duty to their people and to push things forward as their forefathers push things forward. So um, excellent, excellent, excellent topic presented by my son. Again, the topic is what do you want to be when you grow up? So I got a few of my older kids here. Um, who's going to delve in with um, this topic. And uh, we're going to start off with my oldest daughter. I want you to come and introduce yourself. Let's give her a round of applause real quick. So introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Shalom. My name is Sneek Judith Israel. And how old are you? 13 years old. All right. So your brother came up with this topic, very good topic. Um, and, and you're old enough to be able to answer that question, um, Lord's will. Um, what exactly do you want to be, Sonic? A nurse and a farmer of vegetation. A nurse and a farmer of vegetation. So two different things. Yes. Excellent. I love it. Okay. Um, the next part of the question is, how are those careers going to help our People. As a nurse, I'm going to help by giving my people the right treatment and the right care that they need. As a farmer of vegetation, I will help them by giving them fresh and healthy food that will give them the okay that it doesn't have any poison or anything that isn't healthy to them that can cause a disease or a sickness. Oh, that's so that's great. I think a nurse. It's very important. We don't have enough black nurses. I know whenever I'm at the hospital, I don't see enough. I see nothing wrong with having other nationalities people. We don't want you to think about them laws, podcasts, a bunch of racist bigots. No, but it would be nice to see some some folks that look like me, talk like me, helping me. You understand? And um, also, um, you say you want to be a farmer, right? What type of farmer? A farmer of vegetation. So that's good. We need healthy foods. You know what I'm saying? That that used to be um, the job for our people back in the day, especially in slavery, especially um, post-slavery. We farmed, okay? So um, we definitely need to get back to that to be able to supply things for ourselves healthily. So last question pertains to the topic. How are you going to help our people through those careers as a nurse i am not going to charge any large amounts of money i'm going to listen to my patient to see how they feel and not be an aggressive nurse as a farmer of vegetation i will charge them less prices for fresh and healthy foods and sell them and probably give them some for free Mm, so you ain't gonna be a mean nurse no you ain't gonna um uh, stick the needle in their arm real hard no. and make their arm sore for about three four days because no. you don't shove it in there so hard. No, is you gonna stick them eighteen times trying to find one vein? No, that happened to me all the time when I go. I get sticked at least six. You got deep veins. We can't find it. So um, we 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 need caring um, nurses once again. We need people that look like us to be. 
um, genuinely and sincerely helping us. So let's give Sonique a round of applause. That was excellent. Excellent job. Excellent job. So I'm going to bring my next daughter, um, Shavaya. All right, let's give her a round of applause. All right, Shavaya, I need you to introduce yourself. Hello, Shalom. My name is Shavaya Izzo, and I am 12 years old. Is you sure? Yes. Okay, it's 12 years old. Then you forgot your age again, I think. You forget your age, the age on the last time? No, that was the need that dropped two years off age, right? All right, all right. So, um, again, your brother came up with an excellent, excellent topic, a discussion of what do you want to be when you grow up. And uh, we're going to go with the first question. Um, what do you want to be? When I, when I grow up, I want to be a baker and a principal. A baker and a principal. A baker of okay, okay. Cooking food and a principal. Okay, cool. Um, how are those careers going to help our people? As a principal in grade school, I will make sure that your kids are getting education. I will also make sure that not only are your kids are safe, I will make sure that the staff and the teachers are teaching your kids well. As a baker, I will make amazing and healthy food for you to eat. I will, make, I will also make sure that your food is fully cooked, make sure it's the type of flavor that you want, and make sure it's measured correctly. Mm, so I, I, I like that a lot. So, and you know what? As a principal, we need, of course, we have, I have seen a lot of black principals before. But I ain't, I've not seen a black principal in a black school. Reason why we don't see a lot of principals in the black school because there's not too it's it's not enough. Let me say that black owned schools where we control the curriculum, where again people that look like us is there helping us and they're teaching us. That's very very important. And those different things are not racist things because if you examine other nationalities, they have their schools. <laughs> they have their schools. They've been had their schools, and I keep having their schools. <clears throat> we have to start taking the educational process into our own hands and not um, delegating that to other people. Okay, so um, good principal and a baker. What type of stuff you gonna know be baking? Cupcakes. Yes, and leavened bread. Okay, unleavened bread, healthy things, right? Yes. Preferably. Okay, cool, cool. So, last question. How are you going to help our people through those careers? Do my do this career by me being a principal. Get a little closer to, to the mic. Speak a little louder. <clears throat> do my career by being a principal. I will make sure that all of my students get an education and... By being a baker, I will cook healthy and yummy food for my customers and make sure it's exactly what they wanted. Okay, so as a principal, you know, um, hold um, the teachers accountable to making sure they're doing their job and educating yes. our children properly, right? Yes. And and setting the bar high of expectations. We don't want mediocrity. We want our, our students to be the best, right? Yes, sir. Because that's what everybody else is expecting of their kids, to be the best. Um. And as a cook, you don't do what you say. As a baker, as a, as a baker, I'll make sure I make healthy and yummy food for my customers, and make sure they it's what they exactly want. Okay, that's excellent. That's excellent. So let's give a round of applause for Shavaya. Excellent job. Excellent job. Excellent job. And and as we going through this, I will hope that um you parents 
that again you take um, the educational process of your child serious. Um, nobody else is going to care more about your child academically, spiritually, physically than you. I'm going to say that again. Um, a lot of times um, the people that do care about your child is invested in some form of usury. I know from experience and from experience of me being um, associated with folks, let's say for sports, <clears throat> I know a lot of coaches that, that love the young black man, as long as he was playing basketball, as long as he was playing football, but once he got injured or, or once he was not usable um, as a player no more, them coaches, all them folks wasn't around because they them being around was attached to hopefully that person being successful in that sport. Um, we need to have that support um, for, our, for our children that's not attached to them um, benefiting us to a certain extent. Um, the usury aspect, genuine support, and that's what we, we, we need, and that should first and foremost come from their actual the actual parents, okay? So, okay, we um got my next son. So I know, let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> All right, in- introduce yourself. Shalom, everybody. My name is Savannah Jude Israel. How old are you? 16. 16 years old. So your brother Shemai came up with an excellent topic, all right? And the first question in that topic is, what do you want to be? A music artist, which expands into a singer. Okay. As a music artist, um, a singer specifically, um, how does that career is going to help our people? For people to realize and hear our people with mental illnesses because some people have hard lifestyles with a lot of issues of what they're dealing with, a lot of life conflict in life. Okay. And um, last question, part of that question is, how are you going to help our people through that career? So people that are scared to express their emotions can listen to the music and give them encouragement to open to people like the therapists, teachers, social workers, and doctors. Okay, all right. Round of applause for Savannah. All right. We need, we, we, we have a lot of <clears throat> music artists, of course. I will hope that um, anybody doing music, that they will own their music. You know what I'm saying? With you, that you wouldn't, um, like a lot of our people get into the music game and they don't own nothing. <laughs> they, they don't own nothing. They, they, they present in front of us um, that they are making a lot of money. But then you look behind the scenes, they don't own anything, they're not making any money at all. They just are a face of success without any real success behind them. And then next thing you know, you know, that things bad happen. So we want a new type of artist that, that owns, owns, owns everything that they do, that nobody is making money off them. You know what I'm saying? So um, independent music is very important, very important. And we have a lot of um, artists that does that. A lot of um, mainstream artists now is doing that because they come to realize that um, they don't put in a lot of work and made um, a lot of successful songs, but do not have the money to show or to bag up or to show for all the hard work they put in. So um, don't bring up my... The last one, my other son, to get him a round of applause as he introduces himself. 
Hello, everyone. My name is Shavon Hanani Israel, and I am Shavon Hanani Israel. Okay, how old are you? Fourteen. Fourteen years old. So again, Shemai had an excellent, excellent topic. And um, the first part, first question, of part of the topic is, who, who do you want to be, or what uh, do you want to be? When I grow up, I want to be a pastry and savory chef, a cardiovascular surgeon, and a bird and livestock farmer. So three things. Wait a minute. Everybody had two and one, and, and you going for the home run. You want three. So say that again, nice and slow, because that was very, that was a lot. Say it again. What I want to be when I grow up is a pastry and savory chef. A pastry and savory chef, okay. A cardiovascular surgeon. A cardiovascular surgeon. What is a cardiovascular surgeon? A cardiovascular surgeon um, operates on the heart. Operates on the now, now, let me ask y'all, how many black cardiologists do you know? Don't hold your breath. Uh, and last thing was what? A bird and livestock farmer. A bird and a livestock farmer. Those three great things. So the next part, the next question is, how are those careers going to help our people? As a pastry and savory chef, me helping my people is by cooking for my customers and also giving them tips and benefits on eating and cooking lawful food and showing people who are trying to lose weight how to eat healthy. For a cardiovascular surgeon, I want to help my people by after I operate on them and fix whatever is wrong with their body, I can give them advice and prescriptions on how to take better care for themselves, give them consultation, and provide affor- affordable health care. And, far- and for a bird and livestock farmer, me help my people is by creating a black-owned pr- produce market. Okay, so that's a whole lot to be done. You're going to be very busy. Big, big, big shoes that fill. Um, the last part of the question is, how are you going to help our people through those careers as a pastry and savory chef after i become a professional chef i will start a black owned restaurant and a local food store Mm, a black owned restaurant that's good so you're not going to go work at somebody else's restaurant and get them all your good ideas and make them rich no that's good all right as a cardiovascular surgeon I want to help my people. I want to be a surgeon to help people, and also to find new cures for the severe diseases, and also to create our own black-owned health insurance. Oh, black-owned health insurance—that's good. So, so wouldn't it be good to be a cardiovascular surgeon at a black hospital? Yes, that'd be good. So, um, we need other parents to raise their kids because you can't have a hospital with just. A nurse and a cardiovascular surgeon. We got two pieces to the puzzle building up in my house. We need you to build up the rest of, that we need to run a hospital up in yours. We need, um, well, what else we got in the hospital? In the hospital, you got, you got surgeons. You got nurses. What else we got? Pharmacists. Okay. Neurologists. What else we got? Neurologists. What else? Different types of surgeons. Yeah, it's different type of surgeons. Um, what else? What, what else you need? You need administrators. Yeah. You need custodians in there. You need administrators in there. What, what else would you need to, to run a hospital? Um, pharmacist. Psychiatrist is in there? Pharmacist. We said and, pharmacist. Uh, hmm? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's different type of nurses. Um, someone to grab the tools for the OR? Like, Yeah, this is like, um, I can't remember what, thing, what the name is for those. Yeah, the folks that deal with the utensils, that prepare the um, utensils and stuff. I think those are like nurses' aides 
Oh, surgical aids or something yeah. like surgical that. Aids. Registered nurse. Sur- surgical huh? aids. Huh? Registered nurse. Yeah, registered nurses. What else? What else? It's a lot of different. So everybody don't have to be a surgeon. Everybody don't have to be a nurse. It's it's people that cook food in a restaurant. I mean, in the um, hospital. So it's cooks there. You need uh, servers, folks to serve the food. Okay. You need um, um, custodians, folks to clean up um, the, the surgical rooms, to clean up around the hospital, to keep things clean. You need maintenance workers to fix the lights, to fix the bits, some breakdown in there to fix those. It's a lot of different jobs that's needed, but the mind state have to be put in the child from the parent to try and fill these necessary offices for our people. So what's the last thing you had on there? Um, as a bird and livestock farmer, once I... Bird and livestock farmer. What, what is that? Because I don't think too many folks know exactly what that is. Um, a bird and livestock farmer, they they raise livestock like cattle, sheep, goats, and they nurse birds. Mm. Okay, so um, and how is that? How 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 are you gonna help the people with that career? Um, once I make the farm, people can come and ride um, horses because I have horses there too, and they can feed um, birds and have a hayride. So so look at that. There are different things that that we have to go to. Other nations to enjoy and do. I know we take our kids to farms, and when we go there, we don't see us. You might see a few of us walking around, paid to get in, to, to pet the animals, and to um, um, enjoy the facilities, but do we own that land? Do we own that establishment that offer that service? No. So we need, we need those type of positions filled for our people as well. That's excellent. That's excellent. So, um, once again, the reason why we're touching on this is, again, certain things have to be talked about and pushed. We don't talk about education enough. We don't push in our kids enough to be things outside of sports and entertainment. The majority of things that was mentioned here were things that everybody need. Everybody need to eat. Everybody needs um, a doctor. Um, hopefully, a t- not everybody need a, cardiovascul- a cardiovascular surgeon. But if your heart starts messing up, you need somebody to fix your heart. And that's one of the most delicate muscles to fix in the body outside the brain. So, so um, those different things are necessary. Are necessary and necessary for our nation to have. So again, um, once again, we always got to bring a, a biblical sense to things. Um, nobody's more religious. I'll say that more religious than blacks and Hispanics, um, Israelites, of course. But we don't ever um, get into the Bible and pull out the Bible the necessary things in life. Like the Bible, it shows you, gives you the blueprint and gives you steps on how to be a good parent or how to raise kids, how to um, give them vision and, and, and purpose and plan. But a lot of times that's not what we see on TV. We see a lot of um, shucking and jiving. We see a lot of lies, um, especially from, from these religions. But I, 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 I haven't seen a series from any of these mega preachers about how to build up our children. 
They they want our, ki- our children to be in the choirs. They want them to come in there and sing. They want them to come in there and dance, be on the praise team to entertain. But where where is the nation building? Where is the schools? We have a lot of um um so called leaders, so called um ministers, so called religious leaders that are saying a lot. They're doing a whole lot of everything and they're leaving the responsibility of the children to someone else. They focusing a lot on, 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 and, and, um, it was an old song back in the, in, in the day, um, that said that the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. If you have a certain age, you know what song I'm talking about. But where is that really being precipitated in movies and media? Think about it. When, when you look on TV, what's, what is being pushed to the children? Don't care about education. Don't care about yourself. Live for the moment. But the other uh, the other nation kids, they're being taught to run businesses, learn how to manage bank accounts, learn about stocks. Our kids are being trained to look for a job. So, so where do all this come from? So, and again, um, majority of our kids are in things called public school. And public school ain't, ain't nothing but teenage daycare. Well, 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 it's not really, unless you're playing sports, <laughs> there is not really a push for you really to learn much of anything. Now, now don't get me wrong. There are numerous exceptions. There's a lot of kids that um, go to pub, public schools and excel. And the reason is because they have a good teacher there. Which is very rare, and 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 that's just what it is. I, I I'm not trying to diss all the teachers because a lot of them are doing the best they can with what they have. But we're talking about as a people. We're not talking about individual successes. As a people, we should have a lot more schools. As a people, a lot of the imagery that we have on TV shouldn't be allowed to be had. When our kids, our kids, this is the age of social media. When you look on TikTok, I know I'm not on TikTok, but I see folks repost a lot of TikTok. Is everybody just dancing and being silly? Is anything serious? All I see is a gang of challenges. It's this challenge. It's that challenge. And then you ask some folks to read something or to explain something. They barely can talk. They barely can spell. They mass can't c- comprehend to do certain things. So it's more about having fun, but... As they get older and it's time to make a living for themselves and, and, and be something, they find themselves running to other nations of people who are way more advanced educational-wise. How is that? Because in their informative years, their parents knew that joking around, it's a balance to that. It's a time to play. It's a time to be serious. But with our generation, it's a time to play and be serious later on. And later on, when they do be serious, they find they can't get that easy, simple job. They find that they, it's hard to make it. Then guess where they um 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 dumb themselves down or the options to? Doing wrong things, criminal activity, drug dealing, prostitution. Because all the other options are closed because they wasn't academically and mentally prepared. So parents, the burden is, is on us to break the cycle that's out there as far as media and movies-wise to put sense back in the kids because they damn sure ain't getting it in the music and movies. 
am, now mind you, um, it's a lot of shows, like I said, the things they see on TV, it used to be um, that it was entertainment. That's what's called the entertainment industry. You're supposed to watch a movie or watch a show and just be entertained by it. Now for our people, we want to reduplicate that life. We watch Empire, man, I want to be that. We watch Power, man, I want to be that. And both of those shows don't show our people in positive lights. They put forward the same old um, propaganda of drug dealing, game banging, all the things that the reason why we fill up the prisons, fill up the graves, fill up the hospitals by trying to reduplicate false entertainment images. So once again, parents, you decide to have a child, you have a duty a responsibility to them. I'm going to say it again. You have a duty. You have a responsibility. And it ain't just to make make them look good. Oh, I know I, I grew up with a lot of folks who was always G'd up. And they don't know nothing. A lot of them folks that, that the parents who pumped a lot of cl- um, fancy clothes on them. Guess what happened? They got older. Their parents couldn't keep on um, uh, um, became bad clothes for a grown person. So guess what? This person never took their education seriously. They don't got no skill sets to do anything. So how do they keep getting a new pair of Jordans? How do they keep staying fresh? Oh, I know what I can do. Let me um, carjack some people. Let me rob. Let me steal. Let me hurt somebody because I, I got to get the new. It's, I, I got to get the, I got to be fly. I got to be fresh. And it ain't nothing wrong with being flying fresh. But it's a problem of being flying fresh if you got to knock me over my head. It's a problem being flying fresh if you got to break into my house and, and, uh, and, and rob me of the little bit that I have. We have to start changing stuff from the beginning. Yes, we have a, a, a criminal problem amongst our people, a prison problem, all these different things. But everything starts at home. Now, guess what? A lot of our people get into parenthood young. You understand? And we have to have enough humility to say, hey, look, I have a child. I don't know how to raise one. And go get some training on how to raise a child. Got to. And if you if you know you can't do it, and I'm not really an advocate of of of, of um, but it's a it's an option of if you can't if you know that you can't have that child in a safe environment an environment where they can learn and grow, they have a system in place, and sometimes that system might be better than the toxic home that that uh, you in. As a parent, you have to be able to assess that. You know what? Hey, I'm trying to live this game banging life, this drug dealing life. Um, I want to run the streets. Um, um, I, I really ain't trying to be a parent. Let somebody else try and fill them shoes up for that child. So we have to clean up and deal with home first and foremost. And um, I'm gonna say that over and over and over again. So I want to read a couple of scriptures. Um, I know um, you have to practice what you preach. So I ain't telling you nothing that we ain't striving for in my own house. That we ain't that, that we ain't striving for here. And it ain't an easy job. Um, 
trying to keep kids focused into positive things because they're kids. They don't know nothing, so, 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 so they don't know what positive is. But as a parent, you have to be consistent no, no matter what. So let's start um, just a few scriptures real quick. Genesis 18 and 19 real quick. Just a few scriptures to bag up. Um, if you say you believe in God, if you say that you believe in God, you say that you believe in Christ, you believe in the Bible, then this Bible give clear instructions on how to be a parent. I'm going to say it again. The Bible give clear instructions on how to be a parent. And these instructions was before you was around. This is old advice, ancient advice, proper and right advice. These instructions don't fail. So watch this real quick. We know we don't come up with some stuff. So some of y'all, like I know, I know a lot of these churches. They don't touch this stuff. Everything's about um, shouting and money and money and shouting and everything else. But how do we raise up the next great generation? Think about that. We had a, a, a civil. We had folks like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Mega Evers. Okay. Um, and the list goes on and on of, 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 of we had the Black Panthers. We had, I mean, all these great, powerful folks that stood up and pushed things for, for the people. You have civil rights right now. You're able to talk and do and go here and live there and go into a school because they fought. If they want the party and not care about nothing, we will be back on the plantations. You wouldn't have an option of trying to be anything but what they wanted you to be. You wouldn't be an actor. You wouldn't be playing no sports. No, 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 no. And a lot of this stuff ain't, 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 ain't reiterated and talked to the kids because they see what's going on right now. And they don't know what went on for them to be, to even have an option of doing something different. But they also got to know that if things are not continuing to be pressed forward, the options that you have now can be taken away from you. And that's the part that we have to be real with them and not, and don't hide from them. That everything ain't peachy cream. That oh, it's, it's, everything is up and up. No. Things, folks are fighting to keep things progressing because right now they're trying to take away rights. A lot of rights. But they're not rapping about that. That's not in the movies. That's not even on social media. Everybody doing TikTok challenges. Ask the average. I'm going to say this piece right here. We just got out of an election season. And everybody was pushing for the current president that's in there now. So for everybody to vote for them, Right. And he's elected. He's the president now. And you know they say in the first 100 days is when um, pretty much the, the president fulfilled all the promises that he made to people, right? Folks folks say, hey, I'm going to vote for you if you look out for me and do this, right? Now, while everybody doing TikTok challenges, while everybody doing um, partying, 
um, worrying about entertainment things. The president then signed the, uh, if I'm, now I don't want to get the number wrong, he signed the gang of executive orders for a lot of different people. Ask the black persons that was talking about going out to vote, which one of them executive orders was for black folks? Did we get anything? Because the reason why he's in office right now is because black men and black women showed up and voted because we didn't want Trump, right? But now he's in office. He's signing executive orders. He's making, he, 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 he giving out laws and rules for everybody except the people that got him his position. Why nobody ain't mad about that? Why does not on social media? They say, hold on, bro. We was out here advocating and to get you in. How you hooking everybody else up and ain't even mentioning us? Once again, this is the reason why we have to have numerous voices speaking against this stuff. About the Lost Podcast is one of the outlets. It's a whole bunch of other outlets to challenge our people consciously. So you better start getting the bigger picture. A lot of this social media is witchcraft. It's to keep your mind with everything else while real life is going on. And once you bump into real life, you didn't realize that they happened. What you mean I can't do this no more? What, what you mean I ain't allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Well, while y'all was doing the TikTok challenge, it was a law passed to take that away. Oh, yeah. While you was worrying about how many points were scored at this sporting event, they was in Capitol Hill. They just passed the law on this. You didn't hear about that? That wasn't a, oh, you don't watch the news. Oh, oh, you, 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 you ain't subscribed to no news on your social medias? No, all you, you, all you're doing is watching girls, you watching comedians, you watching social media influencers, and they ain't giving you no information that pertain to your everyday life. You know a whole lot about their personal business. Who's sleeping with this person? Who cheating? Who fought? Who got new jewelry? Who doing all this stuff? But, um, you're not allowed to do this no more in your um in your city no more. Did you have um you pay taxes? You work. You did. Uh, you have a vote on that? I, I didn't even know what was going on. So it's high time for us as 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 parents to put all this information in our children. Our forefathers and mothers were brilliant, and you know how they was brilliant because their parents pushed brilliance in them. We didn't get a Martin Luther King if his parents wasn't on point. We don't get all our other great, um, I can't think of every name right now. I'm shooting from the hip. But we can't get all them folks if the people that they grew up around wasn't being influences on them, positive influences. So um, Genesis, what I told you to read? The book of Genesis chapter 18 and verse 19. Yeah, read that for me. For I know him. That he will command his children and his household after him. So God said, he's talking about Abraham. And he said, I know him. He's, he's going to do what? Command his children. Do you know what the word command means? Is command asking? Is he asking his children? Command means what? Orders. You, we, we understand command a little bit more clear if he was in the military. If the sergeant commanded you to do something, that was a order. He said, you have to do this. That's order. But if we're not in the military, we don't understand command. But we're reading right here in the Bible that Abraham commanded his children. 
Why is that? Because children are children. The Bible says foolishness is bound in a child. A child don't know absolutely nothing. They're learning. That's why it's called the informity of years from when they're little up to about what, 17, 16. It's called informity of years. This is when they gather all their information to be able to be an adult. So it says, for I know him that he will do what? Command his children and and his household after him. So Abraham, one of our examples, our forefather, he had his house in order. He had his children in order. And don't think that that was an easy job. It's a task. All children ain't the same. <clears throat> but nonetheless, the responsibility of the parent is to command the children, correct? So from there, from there, let's move on. Um, let's go to real quickly um, Proverbs 14 and 12. Let's get, get through these real quick. Proverbs 14. And I just want to back, back up what, what I'm saying with scriptures to let you know that um, I'm not leaning on my own understanding that I'm bringing out what... Like I said, I believe in God. I believe in Christ. I believe in the Bible. So um, I'm going to go by those tenets. A lot of our, nobody's more religious. Nobody feels the church is more than so-called blacks and Hispanics, but we, they don't live by no tenets of the Bible. And that's the reason why our lives are up and down like a roller coaster, like Six Flags of Great America. Because we're not living by what we say we believe in. So watch this. It says what in Proverbs? The book of Proverbs, chapter 14, verse 12. Read that. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So guess what? There is a lot of ways that seem right. Guess what? You watch social media, you'll be like, you know what? Shaking my booty to a song for the world to see, it seemed right. Look at all these likes and views I get. That seemed like the right thing to do. But okay, um, young lady, um, the person that's watching you, what if one of them want to actually come and rape you? They saw your booty. They saw how you shake. They want you. They finna find out who you is. Now, was that TikTok challenge really worth it then? Oh, man, look on social media. Man, he ran a nice whip. Oh, look at this. Hey, 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 look, they filming themselves steal cars. Yeah, did you know that they was wrapped around on the pole? They died. That meant that, that, that them watching the views and all that, was that worth it? It seemed cool. Everybody was watching. You got a million views, but you did. Oh, man, look, look, look. Hey, hey, um, 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 we finna go to this party and, 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 and turn up. 45 people got shot in that party. 10 did was it really worth it to go have a good time it's a lot of things that seem right it looked fun everybody's doing it this the stuff but then the end of it be something terrible guess what I saw man I saw um um power man and Man, I'm trying to live this thug life, man. I wanna, I wanna game bang, man. I wanna, I wanna sell drugs and oh, I'm gonna be like um 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 Gosen. And then you look up, you sitting in jail for sixty years, and this man raping you in there. Was it really worth it? It looked good. It looked good on TV. It looked good on social media. Until you see the consequences of them actions. And you know what's said? The consequences is not promoted as good as the action. 
I don't see no viral videos of dudes in jail for selling drugs. I don't see no viral video of dudes saying, hey, I've been getting raped for five years every day off, off me selling drugs and I got convicted for, for, for drug dealing and I'm, I, I got sentenced 20 years. I've been here five years and I've been getting raped every day. I don't see the video. It's happening. Why does it not being promoted? Why they homeboys ain't saying, ain't telling, ain't telling that, telling us that? Why they family members like, hey, look here, um, my little nephew who y'all, who y'all, he had a lot of views on social media for doing crazy stuff. He in jail right now and he being raped every day. Nah, nah, nah. Let's just show the good, the good things. And it's smoke and mirrors. And parents, it's our job to let our children know. To know what? Read again. There is a way which seemeth right. Hey, it seem right. Ain't nobody is saying it's wrong. Matter of fact, guess what? They are making the most worst people celebrities. Girls are getting so-called famous or getting known. Because ain't no money behind it. It's just folks know their face. They're broke as hell. But on social media, they got 2 million followers. And they got known for fighting. They got known for being a hoe out here. They known for all time. They, they ain't known for being for owning a black business. They're not owned for being known to have to be a baker or a principal. They ain't known to be a cult of they, they, They're not known for good works. They're known for how ratchet and how evil they is. And this wicked society, they elevate black folks that do that. It's a lot of intelligent black people. Why they not viral? I saw something um, on the show my wife was dealing with. It was a young man who, um, he was a chef. A young boy that was a chef. I ain't seen him on social media. I ain't seen him on TikTok. I ain't seen him on BET. I ain't seen him on Power. I ain't seen him on none of these shows elevating a brilliant young man. But they want to keep folks like 6 9 in our face. They want to keep the baby and, my God, all these other folks that are pushing our people in negative ways. Why is that? It's psychology. It's war. They know that if I show you this person enough over and over again, you're going to want to be just like them. Now, is this people, once again, is they cardiovascular surgeons? Is they pushing cardiovascular surgeons over and over and over again? You're like, you know what? I gotta be a surgeon. No, they're not. Because they capitalize off our ignorance. They want you to emulate them, them um, entertainers. Because they build in more prisons and they need people to be in there. They're building more more prisons and they need you in there because that's how they make their money. And and, and, and also, um, y'all know when you're in prison, you just don't sit up in there all day, right? You work for free. Why are they not telling folks that? You know, a lot of folks think when they go to jail, they just don't sit in their cell all day. No, you don't know. Every prisoner works. They the one, they make a lot of products you see here now for free. Have y'all seen that on social media? They say on the street, I ain't working no job. I'm about to get this bread. 
And they got bread for a little while. They sold their little drugs, had the nice little clothes on for a nice little time. But now they're sitting in jail, getting raped. And y'all can look that up. I know y'all saying, why you keep mentioning rape? Google the statistics of, of black men in jail and how, how much they're getting raped. Look, it's, it's, it's numbers. I'm not making it up. Go look it up. And then also while you're looking it up, look at how many different companies are employing prisoners and they don't get paid for it. Look it up. So you think you're just like, oh man, I'm going to serve my time. You don't be in jail working for free. That's called slavery. You don't be um, doing books, sewing, putting product together and all that stuff in jail. Because you ain't going to sit down and, and just lay up. You're going to work in there for free. These things ain't being said. But as a parent, that's your job to let them know what. Read that one more time. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The end thereof is the way of death. I don't want none of my kids to be in jail. I want every one of my kids to be extremely successful, extremely brilliant. And to be ex- extremely encouraged to help their own people. First and foremost. That's the goal. That's every parent should want for their child. So watch this. So um, from now, from now, go to Proverbs, stay in Proverbs 22 and 6 real quick. Proverbs 22 and 6. The Bible got all the instructions um, you need to deal with your children. Watch this. The book of Proverbs 22 and verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Read it again. Train up a child in the way he should go. Read it again. Train up a child in the way he should go. So as a parent, your job is... The train means what? What What? what does the word train mean? I'm asking you, Shiva. Train means to um to give instruction or to add... um. Or to drive someone to a certain objective that they want to reach. Okay, uh, um, Sunil, well, what would you say? Um, train me, T R A I N, not the train like choo choo train, but train. You know, he like to instruct them. Instruct them. Well, what's some, what's some other um um examples of it? To help. To help. So the, the, the job of the parent is to train up the child in the way they should go. So I'm, my job is to instruct you in the way you should be going. Now, why would somebody need training or somebody to tell them which way to go? Because a child don't know which way to go. They're a child. They're young on the earth. They ain't live nothing. They don't know nothing. But you've been here for a little while longer than them. And your job is, hey, this is the way you maneuver. This is the way you deal with this so you'll be able to get there. That's your job, parent. If you go down the street of having a child, your job is to train them in the way they should go. Now, what sadly is that <clears throat> some parents want their child to be athletes, entertainers. Some parents, sadly to say, and I know a few of myself, Want their kids to be in the gang. Want them to be in the drug gang. Sadly to say, it's parents that want their daughters to be hoes, to be thoughts, to be video vixens, to be Instagram models. It's parents that want that, girl. You finna get some views. Ooh, look, 300 people liked your post. They training their they child to be the next 
trying to watch my words. The 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 un, the next un unwoman like person in the earth. The Bible said we're supposed to do what? Train up a child in the way he should go. Uh huh. And when he is old, he would not depart from it. So if you do your job as a parent to give your child instructions on where they should go, the Bible says when they get old, they're not going to depart of it. You want to know why they're not going to depart from it? Because all the stuff you're teaching them, they might think is trash right now growing up. But when they're grown and out on their own, they'll realize, damn, what mom and daddy told me was the truth. It really is like this. They really don't care. Oh, if I do that, this will get me there. Let me get back on board with what they said. If I can. The Bible is a true book. It's been around way before us. Those that follow it were successful. Those that rejected it suffered a lot of bad things. So watch that. From there, we don't go to um, Deuteronomy real quick. We got to reread these real quick. Our time is trying to keep this under an hour. Deuteronomy chapter 6, all I want is verse 7 through 9. Real quick. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently. So what you say, training is also teaching? Hmm. Yeah. So it says what? Thou shalt teach them diligently. Once again, parent, your job ain't just to, to have sex and produce a child and just leave them there. Let them figure it out. No, you got to try and instruct them. That's your child. You have Now, guess what? They have all type of devices and procedures for you not to bring children into the earth. But if you don't bring children to the earth, you're automatically signing up for an obligation and a responsibility to do this. Read it again. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and shalt take, talk to them when thou sittest in thine house. And when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand. And thou shalt be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. So what is Moses telling us that we got to be teaching our children all over the place? We walk in here, walk in there, we're in the house. What do we supposed to be teaching them? Jump to verse 1. Read verse 1 and 2. Verse 1. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the What? Judgment. These are the what? The commandments. The, God got rules. And guess what? These rules keep you from being in all the things that I set up for our people to be in. The rules that God got in place would keep you away from being in the things that set up for you to fall into. Read again. Now these are the commandments and the statutes, the judgments which the Lord our God commanded us to teach you. God commanded us to do what? To teach you. To do what? Teach you. So if I learned those things, my job is to teach them same things to my children. Read. That ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. Mm-hmm. That thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I commanded you, thou and thy son and thy son's sons. All the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. So the way that our days are going to be prolonged, and I'm talking perspe- suspe- specifically. Thank you. <laughs> to so-called blacks, Hispanics, and Native Indians, because we are the Israelites. The Lord is talking to us. This is what our Father told us to do. That if we want to live long, we better do what God say do. 
Yeah, it's a lot of folks that can do a whole lot of different things, live all type of lives, and do whatever. But you are Israelite. You are God's chosen people. If you do it, it's going to be severe consequences. Severe consequences. Um, it's something I want to say about the point you did about um, how kids see stuff visually. There's actually a movie that um, about parents just reproducing and then leaving their kids out. What is it? Um, it's called The Willoughby's. The Willoughby's? Yeah, it's called. It's on Netflix. And um, Never heard that movie. Y'all saw it? Yeah. It, it, okay. Ter- and about what you said about um, like them watching shows and then mm-hmm. ended up in jail. That's that's their actions. At the, at the end of the day, what happens to them is based on what they do. Yeah. Like um, it's it's the law of motion. Is that is a reaction for every action? Absolutely, absolutely. Go jump from there. Go stay in Deuteronomy. Go to chapter eleven. All I want is verse sixteen through twenty-one. I want to read, read this real quick. More the Bible is. It gets so much instructions. You almost think with so-called black folks being so religious. That we should be the perfection of this stuff. Like, black kids should be on point. Because our parents have us in church all the time. There's at least, I remember one time when we drove, I drove around, if you go within a six block radius anywhere, let's just say Chicago, you will see at least 20 churches. At least 20 in a six block radius in every direction. So you mean to tell me with all these different churches that know God and got a word from the Lord and hallelujah, you mean to tell me we're still in the bottom of society? We still have the ghettos? Chicago still look like a bomb dropped in there? Somebody ain't doing what the Bible say do. Somebody ain't following the God of the Bible. So, so let's read that real quick. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, and verse 16. Let's read this quick. Take heed to yourself, that your heart be not deceived. Don't be deceived. And ye turn aside and serve other gods. All these religions is going into other gods. If you are so-called black, Hispanic, Native Indian, you are Israelite, and if you are in any other religion outside of the commandments of God, you are serving another god. Thus saith the Bible. Read. And worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you. The, and the Lord would get angry with us for serving other gods, and he would judge us. That's what's going on. What you see going on with so-called blacks, Hispanics, Native Indians is called a curse. Us being on the bottoms of society, even though we're the most gifted, the most talented, we create everything, we, we, we do everything at an extreme level, but reap none of the benefits. Why is that? Because God's hand is against us, thus said the Bible. Now, a lot of folks don't want to believe it. You can go in there and put it on the lap. And put more power in the hands of the so-called white man. Say, oh, it's because of the white man. White supremacy. And all them things are true. But they are the they are the tool. They are the vessel God is using to oppress us. Because that tool of oppression ain't on everybody in the earth. It's on us. That's a fact. When you put the drink down, you put the weed down, you put the pills down and see things for what it is, you will see that clear as day. Read. And he shut up the heaven that there be no rain and that the land yieldeth not her fruit unless ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Mm -hmm. Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand mm-hmm. that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. So the Lord is using different analogies of, of, of ways to remember. If you put something around your finger, you put something in front of your eyes, you can't miss it. 
He wants you to remember this stuff. Read. And you shall teach them to your children. Hold on. Is, we re- is, we, is that again in the Bible? It's again our, re- our duty and responsibility to teach it to our children. Read. Speaking of them when thou sittest in thy house. So we're sitting in the house. At some point, you got to bring up God, the Bible, what you're supposed to be doing, purpose, our people, the affliction, how we're going to work together, how we're going to build, how we're going to change things within our lifetime, what we're going to leave for them to, to continue to work and do. These are the conversations you're supposed to be having. Not, hey, what's the new TikTok challenge? Oh, everybody is is a, a the new challenge is to put gorilla glue on your lips. Who does this stuff? Everybody now is going to to the hospital now. One girl threw gorilla glue in her hair. This other dude threw gorilla glue in his mouth. Damn near died. Ain't nobody saying that is stupid. No, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Hey, turn the camera on. Turn the camera on. Ooh. All for social media, all for views of people you don't even know. You might have a million followers. You don't even know a 16th of them. But for them, who you don't know, ain't helping you, you will put your life on the line to entertain them by putting Gorilla Glue in your mouth. That's not no life to live. Somebody ain't taught that particular person their worth. Their mission, their purpose. Read on. And when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house mm-hmm. and upon thy gates. Verse twenty one. That your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children and the land. Will so come. a lot of our kids are dying around here because they missing a lot of instructions. Parents, we got a lot of bur- the 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 burden of responsibility, the reason for a lot of bad things to our kids falls on the footsteps of the parents. They say they love God, that they love Christ, but they're not doing the tenets of what God and Christ is saying in the Bible. Read. In the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. So watch this from there real quick. We almost done. I want you from there to go to um go to Sirach real quick. Sirach chapter seven, verse twenty-three. Watch this real quick. Just, just a few more scriptures. There's so many scriptures uh um that's talking about how to instruct and deal with the kids. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because you don't see this stuff pushed. You don't see it in all these little um, preaching conferences and seminars they put together. And that's in all these religions and all these faiths. A lot of these groups in the truth don't care a damn about the kids either. So it ain't just the, the, the um, Christian or the Catholic or the Muslim. No, it's a lot of so-called Israelite camps that don't care about their kids either. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't nothing but a, 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 a Hebrew church, a Hebrew, Hebrew Christian church. That's it. They, the same thing. They're just saying they're Israelites, but they're doing everything the Christian folks and Catholic folks do. Same thing. Just wearing a different garment. Read. The book of Sirach, chapter 6 and verse 23. Mm-hmm. Hast thou children? So do you have kids? Do you got babies? Do you got a son? Do you got a daughter? Do you got nieces? Do you got nephews? Do you have children? Read. 
Instruct them. Hold on. Now, we heard. Teach them. Teach them. Train them. And now instruct them. Instruct them. They're all different words, but have the same meaning. Hmm. It says what? Read again. Hast thou children? Instruct them. Instruct them. And bow down their neck from their youth. And it says, bow down their neck from their youth. Now, to bow down their neck, that means that the child ain't willfully putting their neck down. That means that you have to make their head. Now, why do you have to force the child head to go down for it? And they're using an analogy. It ain't talking about physics. It's showing that you have to have a certain level of force and guidance towards something. Because, child, I don't want to put my head down. Well, this thing is about to swing past your head and knock you out of your own duck. Oh, I know. Children don't know they don't know nothing. It takes a concerned and compassionate adult to let them know. You don't know a damn thing. Just listen to me. Follow what I'm saying. You don't be all good. You don't love it down, down the road. No, right now it don't make sense to you. But pay attention. You don't be all right. I'll make sure of that. That scripture says what? Call me to read again. The book of Sirach, chapter 7 and verse 23. Hast thou children? Teach them and bow down their neck from their youth. Mm-hmm. Hast thou daughters? Do you got a daughter? Do you got a niece? Do you have a daughter? Read. Have a care of their body. Do your daughter has a care for her body? We're not on Instagram. All these girls are showing that. It, it, it was a time when I was growing up. The girls was damn near dressed like tomboys. You wouldn't know if a girl had a butt or breast unless she was like extremely developed. You wouldn't be able to see it because of the tire of the clothes. Not today. Nah, nah, nah. You don't even have to know the girl. You can see everything the girl has to offer on Instagram, on Facebook. You can see her body move on TikTok for free. She don't even know you. Matter of fact, if you want to see a naked, they got a whole nother, um, what's the hell that thing called? They got so many different sites around here where you, you can pay to see this person now. This is what's going on with our daughters. Now, if we got daughters doing this, where would I find a wife? Who would I spend our life with? You, you, you mean to tell me you want a woman that's showing her body and, and doing things with any man for the highest price? You want that to be the woman that you go you come home to? You want to come home to a woman who for today she slept with three men, but she got $10,000. You want to sleep with her? That's the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with. Somebody who makes a living dealing with multiple men? That's what we're breeding. I see a lot of them um, on there. It's a lot of men. A lot of these women got boyfriends. Some of them are, 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 um, they got men that's cool with them doing what they doing. What type of man is this? Who, who's, who's, who raised these folks? Who raised these folks? Who raised you? What, 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 what type of, of, of young man will want an illicit woman? That's what's being conditioned to our young men. What type of woman who ain't scared to show her body? That's the kind of um, conditioning that's going on. 
And it's our job, parents, to do our job that God ordained for us to do if we're going to have children. Read that verse again. Verse 24. Hast thou daughters, have a care of their body, and show not thyself cheerful toward them. So you're supposed to be um, smiling or happy that your daughter got 500,000 followers on Instagram and she had 500,000 followers because she'd been showing her behind in over 300 pictures. Oh, girl, you're doing it big on social media. You're failing as a parent. Our people have a, a warped understanding of what's important and what means nothing. Parents, it's your child to make sure you make that clear to them. A child is not going to, they don't think that those, those 500 followers, I'm doing it big. But of them 500 followers, who's paying your rent? Who's putting food inside your belly? They'll watch you all day long, destroy yourself. They'll watch you sit right there and kill yourself. You have a million views of folks, you, folks watching you put Gorilla Glue in your mouth. And they're going to laugh with you sitting there um, 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 dying. They don't put comments. This nigga's stupid. He crazy. All these different things. And while you doing this for views and likes and die, they still don't keep on living. They ain't doing it. You the entertainment. They got their wives. They got their husbands. They got their house. They got their car. They got their job, their career, their life. And you just entertaining them for free. Call and read again. The book of Sirach, chapter 7, verse 24. Hast thou daughters, have a care of their body, mm -hmm. and show not thyself cheerful toward them. Marry thy daughter. Do what? Marry thy daughter. Now, it ain't saying for you to physically go and marry your daughter. Now, marrying means you have a certain level of responsibility to her. That you don't want to see your daughter out there being the way they want our daughters to be now. So you're supposed to care about your daughter. Not don't carry. And so shalt thou have performed a weighty matter. So in you doing that, you performing a weighty matter. Like I said, it's not easy because parents, we're working against a machine. It's a media machine, a movie machine, a social media machine that is working 24-7 to make your sons, to make your daughters think things and do things that would destroy them in their life. It's a weighty matter, the Bible say. But nonetheless, that's our responsibility as parents. It's our responsibility as parents. We take on the task of bringing children to this earth. These are our marching orders. Read. But give her to a man of understanding. So guess what? When the time comes for your daughter to, to get a, a husband, you ain't letting no... Uh, no Proper father will let anybody resembling a game banger, a thug, talking about I want to be with your daughter. Not no, not not no real father. But how many? But how many men are stepping to the plate to even do a thing as we reading right right now to give their daughters to someone? No, their daughters are finding all type of men on social media, whoever's offering the highest amount of money. We got work to do, parents. So from there, real quick, um, I want you to go to um, Sirach 30. I want verse 1 through 6. I don't went way past, but I have to bring these scriptures out. 
Sirach chapter 30, 1 through 6. The book of Sirach, chapter 30, and verse 1. He that loveth his son, causing him off to feel the rod, that he may have joy of him in the end. So is this saying for you to beat the hell out your kids? No. But if your kids is going off, the Bible does say to discipline them. To discipline. Matter of fact, the Bible says to whoop them on the sides. The sides is the booty. You're supposed to whoop that booty. When need fit. When need fit, depending on everything, ain't a whooping. Majority of things are a conversation. But nonetheless, the Bible says your child, boy, everything your child do ain't right. A lot of these parents, oh, that's so cute. Look, look at her. She's shaking her booty. Look at her. No, what she doing is wrong. No, what he, look at him. I seen dudes dressing their sons up to look like thugs. Putting hats on them with their head cocked. Putting, making, they got little toy guns. Got their pants sagging, all type of weird stuff. Nah, man. There's a way to seem right. But the end thereof is death. Call, 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 call and read that again. The book of Sirach, chapter 30 and verse 1. He that loveth his son causes him off to feel... If you love your son or you love your daughter, you would discipline them, read. To feel the rod. And that he may have joy of him in the and end. And you're doing it because you don't want them to continue in that bad decision that will cost them their life. Read. He that chastises his son shall have joy in him and shall rejoice of him among his acquaintances. You correct your son. You don't see your son if it be the Lord's will. He don't live a long life. You correct your son and daughter. You don't be proud to talk about them with your acquaintances. They ain't telling you, hey, man, you know your daughter over there on, on 43rd in, in, in Cottage Grove selling her behind. Oh, you know your son ain't over there on 95th in the Dan Ryan selling drugs. You ain't listen. You you know your uh your 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 son ain't over there on sixty third as a bum homeless. Read. He that teaches his son grieveth the enemy. If you teach your son, your daughter, you grieve the enemy. And so called black folks, so called Hispanics, Native us Israelites, we know who our enemies are, and and that's not a racist thing. We let history just speak for us. You can feel whatever way you want to feel about it. History has established who's been an enemy to our people. Now, if the shoe don't fit, you ain't winning. But if the shoe do fit, tighten up the shoestrings. Read. And before his friends, he shall rejoice of him. He that teacheth his son grieve the enemy. A lot of our peoples don't understand the importance of education. You don't grieve your, your, your enemy by, by, by making your, your child a pawn of the enemy, a tool of the enemy. You grieve them by showing them how to go against the enemy, how to play this game they got us in. Read. Though his father died, yet he is as though he were not dead. So if you did your teaching right, like I said, that's how you have a lot of these folks who parents was Panthers and, and who parents was activists. What you see their kids doing, they continue in that same work because the fight ain't stopped. The war ain't stopped. They continue in the work. That's when you have been successful in your instructions. Read. For he hath left one behind him that is like himself. It's like the mama never went nowhere because the daughters are just the same. 
It's like, like the father is gone because his sons is in the same spirit and vein as him. Read. While he lived, he saw and rejoiced in him. And when he died, he was not sorrowful. Mm-hmm. He left behind him an avenger. What, what, what do us parents supposed to leave behind us? An avenger. Now, our kids are, are familiar with the Avengers. That's a big time franchise. Billions of dollars of money made. Our kids love it. They get the Avengers t-shirts, the Avengers um, shoes, um, plates, cups, hats, sheets, socks. But not one of the real Avengers is on there. The real Avenger is your son and your daughter. That if you trained up, they supposed to follow that path. Read that part again. Call it and read it. The book of Sirach, chapter 30 and verse 6. He left behind him an avenger against his enemies. Uh-huh. And one that shall requite kindness to his friends. So you have someone, you don't raised up a son or daughter that's, that's going to defend. Avenger means a, a defender. A person that cares, love, is going to defend their people. And one is going to give a concern and care for your friends. Where is that going on? A lot of our kids don't have no respect for the elderly. Your kids supposed to, um, guess what? You might, um, your grandmother or grandfather might still be living. Your older auntie or your older uncle might still be living. You died. Do you, 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 your, your, your good deeds toward them supposed to end when you die? No. Your kids supposed to pick, pick this like, hey, you was good to my mama. You was good to my daddy. I'm going to look out for you. You was a good friend to my father. You was a good friend to my mother. I saw that growing up. I'm going to continue that same friendship with you. You can't tell me the Bible ain't the book of life. So, right, watch this from there, from there. Um, let's, let, let's wrap it up. Go to um, Psalm 78. Psalm 7. I know we're going a little bit longer, but I got to touch this stuff because it goes along with what the, the topic was that my son uh, wanted to discuss. Psalm 78, all I want is verse 1 through 8. And it's not an easy job. It's not an easy job. Parents, I know it's hard. That's why it's important for us to homeschool. <laughs> we do it here in my house. It's good for us to have a homeschooling co-op. We do that in my house. It's not a one, a one man or one woman show. You have to link up with those of the same man and build and collectively deal with the teaching of the, ch- the children. You don't have all the skills. You might not know everything. But you connect with folks with the same mind. That person might be good with certain um, um, topics, certain um, skill sets. And y'all together can do good work with, with the children and keep building that collective. And y'all have a group of folks that's able to put very, a variety of skills in the children. But you got to build with folks with the same mind. Everybody ain't thinking about the kids. 95% of our so-called leaders or folks that we think are really about the people do not care about children. They're about themselves. And they are masking up under every other task, every under agenda. And when you look up, years that went past, and the kids don't want to be in this truth. Kids don't know nothing about All they knew is that they went through a formality. There's nothing left in place. Period. We have to do a better job. 
and especially those that claim to be in the truth. Got to do a better job. It's Christian folks that got schools. It's Muslim mosques that got schools. It's five percenters. It's all these other um, um, religions or faiths or groups that got schools for the kids in their faith. But what about the folks in the truth? All we know how to do is have a good time and look like we're doing a lot when we actually ain't doing a damn thing. No infrastructure. Just smoke and mirrors. So watch this. Um, Psalms 78. All I want is verse 1 through 8, Shavon. Give, give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, mm-hmm. which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. Mm-hmm. We will not hide them from their children. So we don't supposed to hide enough from our children. That's why a lot of you parents, y'all doing your child's a disservice when you don't tell them nothing. Good, bad, and ugly. That's life. If you was a crackhead when you was young, son, do not smoke crack. It will do this to you because it had me doing this, that, and the third. Too many parents hide stuff from their kids. And the kids end up doing the same thing that they did. The Bible told us to do what? Verse 4. We will not hide them. From their children. We won't have nothing from. We don't tell our children about the Most High. We don't tell them about the law. We don't tell them about their nationality. We don't tell them who the oppressing enemy is. We don't tell them what's out there that's going to hurt them. We don't tell them what's there to benefit them. We ain't holding back a damn thing. Call and read it again. The book of Psalms, chapter 78, verse 4. We will not hide them from their children. Uh-huh. Show them to the generation to come the praises of the Lord. We got to show the generation to come about the praises of the Lord. What do you mean by the praises of the Lord? What the Lord then did for our people in the past. What, uh, and not just in the biblical past, talking about during the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Ain't talking about in the various time periods. Talk about the Lord did for our people during the 60s and 70s. What he did for us during the 80s. What he doing for us now and what he's going to continue to do for us if we continue in his commandments. These are the things we got to be communicating. We can't jump into this different ideology that's outside of this. A lot of your children, all they know is football. All they know is um, basketball. All they know is sports. They know nothing about what's going on with their people until it affects them directly. And we came moved in that way. We didn't get to that point, to, to the point we had today, moving that way. We got work to do, parents. Read. And his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. Watch this. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel. He established a testimony in Jacob and a law in Israel. We are people of laws. We're not lawless. We're lawless when we stay outside this Bible and try and do what everybody else is doing. Read. Which he commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children. We are commanded to make the stuff known our children, read. That the generation to come might know them, uh-huh. even the children which should be born, uh-huh. who should rise and declare them to their children. You see how this, this is supposed to be going on and on? But no, nah, you know, I ain't finna tell my kids about that. And then you look up and your child done, done lived and, 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 and bumped into a bad life and... How did they get there? You don't know how they got there. You didn't do your job. And this ain't the case with everybody. Let me make sure I say that. 
this ain't the case with everybody, but it is the case with a nice amount of our people. More than half our people. This is the case. Read. Who should arise and declare them to their children. Uh-huh. That they might set their hope in God. That they may put their hope where? In God. In where? In God. Boy, we have our hope everywhere else but God. Our hope's supposed to be in the most high God. Read. And not forget the works of God. And not forget the work. We, like I said again, when, you're, when we are in these public school educations, we learn about the greatness of our oppressor. We learn about Andrew Jackson. We learn about what? How many different um um so called white folks you learn about in history class? A lot of them. Abraham. A whole lot of them. That is history. This person created this. This person won the world. This lieutenant. This general. He did this. Did and you look up here like. Where's that Where's we at? Oh yeah. Well, you was the one right there carrying the cup. Oh no, you was the one over here cleaning the shoes. Oh, you was the one. That's all we were. We got job. We got work to do. We got work to do, and we gotta hold folks who working against that accountable. Every black movie ain't worth supporting. I'm gonna be real with you. At the point we at now, I don't want to see no more game banging and drug and dope movies. Any movies like that should be boycotted. I don't care how many um black actors directors was hired for that. No, we don't want it. It's too mother. It's too many other things to talk about. Too many different others. How about we make our own Avengers? Mm. How many black? Uh, uh, let's put Black Lightning. Let's get Luke Cage, Black Panther, Killmonger. Oh, uh, who else we got? Who else we got? Some black. Um. Storm. Uh, who? Storm. Storm. Who else? Uh. Let's grab every black. Um, character, and if they don't want to release, I know a lot of them fall up on the um, DC, some of them fall up on the Marvel, if they don't want to release the idea, there's other black superheroes, it's a lot of black superheroes that get no recognition, it's folks been, let's make some up, they did, Thor wasn't always famous, Spider-Man wasn't always famous, they, those characters was created and folks got behind and pushed them forward. How about coming up with our, our, our own Avengers or some series and create a whole new series and narrative on that? Can we do that? Mm. Oh, do we have to wait? Man, I hope they I hope they put me in the next Avenger movie. I sure love to play a character. Come on, man. And then it be because of us, like, like I said, the most um, Black Panther broke all the records, I, I believe it still holds the title, is the highest grossing um, superhero movie of all time. Yep. So we're good enough for that, but we can't do that in no other facets. Only when they, they say, go, hey, now y'all can do this, but do this the way we want you to do it. We got to do better. We got to hold folks accountable. And certain things we just can't get behind and support. We don't want that stuff. That stuff is destroying the minds of the next generation. So, okay, let's keep going. Read. And not forget the works of God. And we can't forget the works of God. I mean, I'm telling you, the only, it's so many great, uh, it's, like I said again, as much as our people are in the Bible, I can't think of one black person 
that made a black biblical movie. And I'm talking about where black folks are playing the characters of all the, the biblical actors. We read about great wars, all type of good stuff in the Bible, and no black person has said, you know what? How about we do the Ten Commandment movie? Probably a TV show or something like that. Let's do the Ten, the, uh, Ten Commandment. Hey, let's do the Lord's Supper movie. How, how about that? Let's do, let's, let's do the Purim story. How about that? Let's do the Exodus from Egypt story. How about that? Nah, man, let's... Hey, let's do another um, season of power, man. It's, it's, it's some new drug dealers in, in, in the game. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, a real parent would find these shows disgusting because what you see on them shows is what's playing out in real life. Chicago, folks are taking cars like ain't no tomorrow. Ain't even know where to go if folks stealing cars. We got work to do. Watch this. Um, where are you at? Verse 7. But keep his commandments mm-hmm. and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. So we got to make sure our, our kids don't fall into the, the spirit of being rebellious. Saying, you know what? I want to do me, man. I want to live my own life. Now, in their mind, they think it's doing them. They don't realize they setting themselves up saying, hey, God, kill me, please. Like right now? Or you want to do it next week? Or you want to do it a couple of months from now? We can't be about our own thing. We, we the Israelites. We, we have a different level of responsibility laid upon us. Read verse 8 again. Call and read it for me again. The book of Psalms, chapter 78 and verse 8. Mm-hmm. It might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. We, now, guess what? It was Israelites in the Bible that rolled like that. We don't want to train our childs to be as those our forefathers and mothers from back then. Romans 15, 15 and 4. Two more scriptures and we're done. Don't so you, you should be um, Romans 15 and 4. So parents, you should be asking your kids, hey, what do you want to be? And whatever that child want to be, you it will hope it be something positive. And then your job is to be the battery behind them to make sure that get done. Let that get done. And don't make your child feel bad if they don't want to be um, on a damn sports team. It's a lot of folks who, but you know, they waste their time playing sports and getting hurt and all type of stuff, and they ain't even want to do it. But you want so bad for him to be the next LeBron, so bad for him to be the next who a football player. Vince Carter, James Harden. Vince Carter ain't no football player. I'm saying who? who? Oh, um, who? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I want my son to be. Your son can't even throw the ball. Gronk. He barely can run. You know he can't run. Run, boy. Run. You get him out there. He don't want to do it. He want to be a surgeon. He want to do construction. He want to own his own lawn care business. He want to do something. Different. Oh, nah, man. Come on. You got to go chase the. It's only so many people could be in the NFL. Y'all know that, right? It's only so many people could be in the NBA. You know that, right? That's, it's like hitting the lottery. It's a lot of folks that play football. It's a lot of folks that got a fat jumper. I know a lot of folks who can play ball. 
They are nowhere near the NBA. So watch this. Uh, Romans 15 to 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. Everything that I touched on, it was written for our learning. The reason why it's in the Bible is because this is all the instructions the Most High God left for us, the Israelites, to conform our life to. Read it again. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. Mm -hmm. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. This stuff is to give us hope, man. A lot of our folks are heavy into the pills, heavy into the drugs, heavy into the drinking, heavy into the partying, heavy into TikTok, heavy into Instagram, because all of those are distractions. Distractions from what? How bad life really is. You ain't even you ain't even got a bed to lay on, but you'll get on social media and make yourself be something that you ain't. Because in real life, you don't have no likes. But on social media, a whole bunch of strangers are like the foolishness you're doing. It's weird. But call and read that again. The book of Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. For whatsoever things written the four time, written for our learning, uh-huh. that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So when you really dig into this Bible, this Bible is, you get a lot of comfort out of it. It makes sense of a lot of things. All right, like I said, the Bible, uh, it's a shame for all these folks that's got the Bible. They lying on the Bible. The Bible ain't about no money. The Bible ain't about no prosperity at all. Ain't about no feel good. What Bible is they reading? There's a lot of these religions are lying on God straight up and down. And ain't that the worst kind of lie? You can be a person that lies on God. Mm. Hebrews 2 on 1. We don't end it on that. The book of Hebrews, chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Read it again. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. So I'm praying everybody give um, the earnest attention to what we don't went over today. That your parents is now, you know what, maybe you really didn't care about what your kids was going to be. You're too busy trying to focus on you. And get you going. But hey, that child has to be here. You got, you got a, a duty and responsibility to him. You have a duty and responsibility to him up to a certain age. Then at that point, they they uh they are uh, supposed to, to 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 now exercise all the different instructions that you don't put inside of them. You ain't baby you ain't baby and grown people. But uh, up until that age, you have a diligent responsibility to perform. Don't let these things go past. If you love your child, you love your son, you love your daughter, you're going to have that conversation. And after that conversation is going to come with some tangible actions that will result in success. That's your job. That's your duty. That's your responsibility. So I want to thank you all again um, so much for tuning in to About Them Laws podcast. Um, please join the About Them Laws um, community by subscribing to King Rahamia that is on Instagram um, it's also King Rahamia on YouTube and also Twitter okay um, following um, me King Rahamia on About Them Laws podcast on all social media and podcast platforms okay for all the podcasts and content um, donations I want to show my appreciation to all the supporters 
And when sending donations, please send them to the cash app, dollar sign King Raamia, dollar sign King Raamia. Um, please share, like, and comment because I value your voice. And as always, know that here we keep it real, righteous, and relevant. All right? Strength and power to my people. Shalom. Vision be booling.